ML Nation, episode 265. You have to be consistent, but consistency comes the moment you decide that you're going to make it a priority to show up for people. If you want to be successful, you just have to copy what MLM leaders do. Welcome to MLM Nation, presented by your host, Simon Chess. Where you'll learn strategies, secrets, and inspiring stories from today's top MLM income earners. ML Nation, do you want 2017 to be your best year ever? Then you must attend my training event, No BS, No Hype. You can attend either the one in Los Angeles on January 27, 28, 29th, or the one in Australia on the Gold Coast on June 30th, July 1st, and July 2nd. These are three-day events that feature not only me, but you'll also learn from seven-figure and multiple six-figure earners. And right now, you can save up to $400 with the early bird price. Just go to mlnation.net forward slash events. Again, that's mlnation.net forward slash events. ML Nation, this is Simon Chan, and let me ask you, what's your purpose and vision? My purpose in doing what I do is to have a positive impact as many lives as possible. And that's why I founded ML Nation. I'm loud and proud to be network marketing because, number one, I have three beliefs. Number one, network marketing allows us to fulfill our unlimited, unlimited potential. It's allowed me to do things I never thought was possible. It's going to allow you to do things you never thought was possible. But you got to step outside your comfort zone. Number two, network marketing allows us to give back more. And number three, network marketing allows us to be better parents because always lean by example. We're creating that legacy. And our mission at ML Nation is to empower 10,000 distributors and achieve a full-time income. You know, ML Nation, you must have a clear purpose and vision because otherwise you're never going to do the uncomfortable things that are necessary for success to happen. That's why your purpose and vision is so important. And before we start today's show, make sure you check out our partner, Networking Times. If you like ML Nation, you'll love Networking Times. Each issue is packed with amazing training and stories just like ML Nation. Go check it out at mlnation.net forward slash times. And now here's today's iTunes review of the day. It comes from Cameron Harris and it says from the UK. It says, fantastic trainer, easy, simple advice, a second to none. Daily dose of Chan is my diary every single day without fail. So Cameron, thank you so much. I actually got a chance to meet Cameron out in the UK recently. Awesome guy. I love his attitude. I thank you for the morning workout as well, along with Tony McCarthy. appreciate you too. And thank you for leaving that review. You know, ML Nation, if this show has helped you in any way, please take two minutes, one or two minutes, subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes. They mean a lot, not just to our team, but the entire MM community. So distributors who are hungry, they want to be successful, they can find our show as well. So please subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes. All right, with that said, let's go to today's show. ML Nation, this is Simon Chan. I am fired up to bring our special guest today, Armin Anderson. Armin, are you ready to make it happen? Hey, I am ready as ever, and I, I told you this earlier, but what's behind you is absolutely beautiful, your whole setup and everything you do for MLM Nation. So, greatly appreciate being here. You're welcome. Hey, I do all the fun stuff, talking and learning from leaders like you, and uh, you know, making sh- and also letting people learn about what an awesome profession we are. We're so many leaders. Sometimes we're, you know, we're one company. I know this has happened to me when I first started. I learned from everyone in my company, but... I felt I was, my growth was stunted. If I had learned from leaders like you and stuff, I would have grown a lot quicker. So, But ML Nation, 
If you don't know, Armin Anderson is a Gen Y leader who got an early start to MLM when he was only 12 years old. Yes, 10 plus 2, 12 years old. He's been featured on Networking Times magazine and a Network Marketing Pro, and he describes himself as a self-love transformational coach. So, Armin, I've just given MLM Nation brief background, but take us back to your childhood. At 12 years old, how did you get exposed to network marketing? So, Simon, uh, first of all, you can hear me clearly, yes? We're good. Beautiful. So, I was 12 years old, and, and due to some family circumstances, uh, I had to find a way to see if I could make money. But where I live in Los Angeles, California, you at least have to be 16 to get a job. And at 12, I find myself on Google it's really when eBay started and, and kind of the internet kind of boomed. And I typed in how to make money from home. And I meet a guy from a Google advertisement. And he had picked me up in a nice car, takes me to an event at 12. And I remember walking inside, man, and I saw on the left side on the whiteboard, it said, are your dreams bigger than your fears? And on the right side, it had a bunch of circles. And the, the first thing I saw, are your dreams bigger than your fears? really resonated with me because I'm 12 years old and I don't know anything about anything. And it really hit me that what if I let my fears down in my life, even as a 12-year-old, what are the possibilities? And when I looked on the right side and I saw circles, it was the first time I ever got introduced to what leveraged or residual income was about versus trading in an hour for a dollar. And that was a beautiful thing and probably to my mother's demise, uh, that was the start of entrepreneurship versus wanting to ever work for somebody else and build somebody else's dream. But ultimately, when I left that night, it was such an amazing feeling that I had that I came home with. And I came home to my mom and telling her that, you know, I, I came home to this, you know, opportunity. But it was more so that I had never been around so many people that were open minded, mm. so many people that thought about possibilities and they had mindset that was about growth and not about having your mindset just be the same continuously month after month, year after year. So at 12, off of Google, I meet somebody, leads me to an event, and that was the introduction to network marketing. Wow. So were, did you have jobs before at 12 years old? Because you said your family had financial stuff going on, so you had to make work. Did you have a job before that? No. So my first job actually came when I, I was 16. I worked across the street to, to basically fund my network marketing business to give me more freedom. Um, but before that, it was the first thing that I ever got introduced to in terms of being able to do something to be compensated. Yeah, so I guess if you had probably had a job first, you probably wouldn't have been as open-minded. Would you Absolutely. say? I mean, if I, if I didn't know about this industry and know about personal development until I had you know one or two or three jobs, and I was an attendee at an event where... You know, people were standing on their chairs, giving each other high fives, hugging, kissing, and, and just being so enthusiastic. I probably would have been a guest there that day thinking, you know, this is for sure a little different than what I'm used to. Yeah, so how did you get started as a 12? Like, uh, you use your mom's name to sign up. How does it work, actually? Did you have to pay money, and how did you get the money to join? Or what, type, what type of business was it? Think about legal services or promoting legal services at, at age 12. Uh, it kind of doesn't add up two and two. Uh, but out of respect to the guy, I won't mention the name, but the individual who got me started in, in that company when I was 12, uh, I couldn't use my social security as though I, I believe still to this day you have to be 18 years old legally. Uh, I got a tax ID number 
and that's how I got started at 12. So it's incredible. So uh, how did it go? So you, did you have success as a 12 years old? What happened? No, I had zero success. Uh, but I looked at it as, you know, the more I kept pushing and pushing and the more I, I gained knowledge uh, that eventually it would hit. I didn't know that it was going to take me, you know, a few years uh, of personal growth and influence and leadership and experience. Mm -hmm. uh, so it took a while, but, you know, you through, through this beautiful industry, it's about growth. And if you choose, it's a choice. If you choose to continually grow and add value and, and become an influencer, then what's going to happen is you're going to have people that are chasing you want to be a part of your life versus having to go and chase, you know, what we know as your friends and family. Yeah. So when uh, you didn't have much success as 12 years old, did you just leave the industry and come back to it or you just stayed plugged in the whole profession? No, my, my, my first three companies ended up being startups uh, after the first and I kept plugging and plugging away, but I was looking for a mentor. And my whole philosophy became, you know, I went, I went to college for four years, uh, but with all the debt that I had, I looked at it as if I can find a mentor that lives the life that I want, that is the person that I want to become, is the person that I can respect, not just financially, but personally, then that's going to save me a lot of time. And that didn't come, Simon, until I was 18 years old. And I found my first mentor who taught me a lot of what I carry on with me today. I got it. So you were in network marketing throughout the whole time. From 12, oh. from, well, from, you said from 12 to 18, you were, you were out of it. But you're looking for a mentor, you said. Or you were actually still, still in, in network marketing. I was in network marketing, but I was lost. And I, I didn't have a mentor that you know would have saved me a lot of time. But... It's no accident that it took me six years of perseverance and, and deciding not to quit before I ended up finding that person. It was just a matter of time. Yeah. And I think the important lesson is you didn't quit. You stayed in, in the game. So how did you find this mentor? Is it okay to mention his name? How did you find him? If, it's, if, if you want to keep it personal, it's okay. We don't need to mention his name. But how did you find him? And what was the, some of the things you learned from him? Uh, it's okay to mention his name on your, on your side? Yeah, Sure. So Garrett McGraw, who I'm sure you know and, you know, you've probably interviewed and, and you know, probably are good friends, uh, president of the ANMP. And when he sat down with me, I respected him on many levels, but he seemed to live his life when I met him when I was 18. And Garrett, if you're out there, I'm forever grateful for everything that you've given me and shared with me. But when people would be associated with him, it almost like he had a bubble around him. You knew that Garrett wasn't quitting. You knew that he was confident about what he was sharing, who he is as a person, what he stands for, his vision, and no one could ever seem to poke that bubble. And I remember when I was 18, and Garrett, thank you for this, when he said, Armand, don't do what your competition is doing, do what your competition is not willing to do. Hmm. And I remember when I heard that, the first thing I thought of was, I had met a lot of people over the last six years when I was 12 to 18 that weren't willing to take the time to build relationships and see what they can do for someone else before they asked something of them. And so when he said that to me, don't do what your competition is doing, do what they're not willing to do, my first thought was, what if I spent the next year of my life almost as a philanthropist, almost as what can I do for all these people, introduce them to someone that could maybe help them in their area, give them some advice, 
maybe listen to them. Because what I found, Simon, is that a lot of people don't have someone in their life that will just listen to them and, and, and be there for them without expecting anything in return. And when Garrett told me that, I spent the next year of my life seeing what I can do for others before I asked of them. And in return, without even knowing this was going to happen, Simon, came a lot of influence and people coming to me. And at that point, whatever it was I shared with them, they were buying into who I am as a person, not what I was selling. Amazing. You met Garrett at 18 years old. Very fortunate. Are you going to say, you know, people say you're so lucky, but at the same time, you went through six years of perseverance and struggling. You know, you deserve it, right? Because that hard work is when, uh, luck is when hard work meets opportunity. Uh, how, how did you meet, by the way, we haven't had Garrett on the show yet. We've been trying to set it up. Uh, I'm friends with him. I see him at a at different events, but he's always busy hanging out with his kids in Minnesota. So I'll definitely text him afterwards. So, hey, you know, Armin, give you a huge shout out. Time to get you on the show. So how did you meet Garrett? How did you, um, was it a company that you were joined or at an event? Yeah, it was a company that I joined. And just to be able to have some of his time, you know, uh, I always say mentorship is, is not given, it's earned. So even though at 18 I thought I couldn't provide value at 18, I, I tried to do whatever it took to at least provide value in a conversation with him to earn his time because his knowledge and his wisdom, as long as I had the opportunity to, to sit down with him and hear it and apply it in my life, I knew how far that was going to take me. And if you look at this assignment, I met him when I was 18 and I'm talking about him, you know, at 26, it had, you know, he had such a profound impact on my life. And also, you know, a lot of people that he surrounded himself with that I got to be a part of their life as well. Uh, in the Dallas area, you know, just made all the difference in my career and in my personal life. This is a really big takeaway. You said most people, they want, uh, if I meet someone, I'm going to get something out of you, right? But you weren't to invest in people for a year, just helping them. So what are some ways, and we t- you hear this term a lot, provide value, but not many people really do it. What did you do for that one year? How did you invest in people and help others? What was, give us some examples of stuff that you used to do. I'm going to go back to Garrett again one more time. And, and, I remember Garrett uh, at an event we were at. You usually see top income earners and very successful people sit in the front row. And I remember he was sitting not only in the back row, but in the row behind the back row. And I whispered in his ear and I said, how come you're not up there? You know, everyone that is at a high level and you're the top guy, you know, how come you're back here? And he said, Armand, don't just listen in life. Choose to listen to learn. And it taught me that you can learn from anybody and everybody. And if you're smart, you'll take notes. And it's amazing, Simon, what happens when you meet someone on Facebook. And since we're on Facebook Live right now, I feel like it's fitting to share this. Most people, when you add somebody, there's an intention. And you look at their Facebook and you see, you know, Maybe what's coming, right? What, what am I going to be sold? And Garrett said this. He said, most people don't like to be sold to, but they don't like to be left behind. And I remember thinking about myself in a mall, in a kiosk, when the people at the kiosk are trying to pull you in to sell you a product. It's a very uncomfortable feeling because you don't know them. You know they're about to give you the best pitch ever to sell you whatever product that they have at their kiosk. And I learned from what he said that most people don't like to be sold to, but most people don't like to be left behind. 
is what if you take the time to build relationships and position yourself and I'll talk about positioning. To me, there's no excuse to go to an event in your local area, whether it's a meetup event, a networking event, and and build new relationships. And I'm not talking about pitching someone the moment that you meet them. I'm talking about, like, I was at an event last night, Simon. It was in Hollywood at WeWork, and there were four authors that were promoting their book launch and, and speaking on, you know, where they were and where they are today. And the first thing that I did when I met the other entrepreneurs there was, where are you from? What do you do? You know, what's your life story? And, and what are you looking for? Right? Is there anything I can do for you that can assist you in your technology business, in your app business? And automatically, they were kind of shocked that someone was so interested in them to the point where... After, a lot of them said, can we go to dinner? Can we grab coffee? And it was, now, Armand, what do you do? And the intrigue of what does Armand do was at an all-time high because I spent the first 30 minutes seeing what I can do for them without any expectation of anything in return. Hmm. What would you consider your turning, uh, your turning point, your aha moment for your career? Was, was that, that meeting with uh, Garrett or would it be something else? That was definitely a turning point. And I'd also say uh, I was in a company that had gone out of business. Um, and I remember sitting at home in my room. I was crying and I thought it was over. And I told myself from here on out, it's going to be get better, not get bitter. And there's so many paths you can take in life. And Simon, sometimes it's easier to take the road that goes downhill than choose higher and choose, again, to position yourself and to, you know, I'm sitting here, Simon, with three books, you know, that are actually out in the market right now that I've read that have, you know, really made an impact on my life. And my turning point was getting outside my comfort zone, getting outside my house and, and meeting people that were better than I, that knew more than I. And sometimes that's uncomfortable for a lot of people to associate yourself with people who have a lot of wisdom and I didn't look at it that way. I looked at it as if I can be in their presence and acquire that knowledge and that wisdom, then I would be able to provide value to more people in my life. And my turning point was not getting bitter, getting better and mm. stepping outside my house and meeting as many people as I could every single day. You brought up a good point. Like a lot of people are uncomfortable going to hang out and spend time with people better than them. Right, but at the same time, people who are better, they, their time is very valuable. They didn't want to spend time with just some Joe Schmo who just wanted to suck out like the freebies. He just wanted to suck free advice from them, right? So, what's one of the uh, uh, what's one or two ways that you like to provide value with someone? So, it's just like you meet someone that's worth you know fifty million dollars, a hundred million dollars. What's immediately? How do you provide value to that person so they can pay attention to you? So. I always think doing the little things go a long way. I remember I used to laugh at my mom because she had the the flower calendar in our kitchen and every date was filled with someone's birthday anniversary or just something little. But really, when I laughed at her one day, I thought to myself, she doesn't miss the little things in people's lives. And it's no doubt why she has so much influence with our family and her friends and why people respect her and look up to her because she does the little things. So just like with Garrett, when he when I spent a year trying to give 
instead of take, it was when I meet people, it's doing the little things. I'll give you an example. I, I give these gold dots, and I learned this again from one of Garrett's great friends, and his name is Vince Pacente. And I give gold dots to everybody that I coach, everybody in my business, everyone who comes in my life. I carry it with me no matter where I am, on an airport, an airplane, in a car. And the gold dot represents, may not be where you are today, but every time you look at it, it's where you are. And I, I sit down with people and I have them say, what does it mean to you? And to me, when I got asked this question, Simon, I was 19 years old. And I remember saying that by 28, I was going to buy my mom her first home. And it was going to be in Malibu, California. And I was going to walk in and on the left side, my dad was going to, he was going to be sober and healthy and alive. And on the right side, although I dropped out of college twice for, for network marketing, that my mom's side of the family would be proud that I went against the status quo and I was able to change so many people's lives. And when I step outside and I look over the ocean and I smell the, the breeze and the mist, that I would think to myself all the times I wanted to quit in network marketing and I thought I wasn't that guy. I didn't have the knowledge. I didn't have the mentorship. One company went out of business that I didn't quit and I choose and I chose higher to where at 28 I was able to give to my mom and she would be able to live in a nice state in a nice city overlooking the ocean and have the greatest rest of her life. And every time, Simon, that life happens, bumps happen in life, over since I was 19 to this day, I've continued to look at this gold dot on my cell phone, on my wallet, on my mirror, on my steering wheel. And when I sit down with people, I have them tell me what that gold dot represents to them. Because here's the thing. If your subconscious and conscious mind are not in alignment, you're going to continue to go further and further away from what that gold dot means to you. So there were certain times I have to admit that I even thought to myself, you know, I'm looking at this gold dot, but is this really going to happen? And at 26, I'm not 28 yet, Simon, but I've told this story so many times and I've looked at this gold dot when stuff hit the fan in my life to where now at 26, it's becoming evident that things are lining up in my life that by 28, if not before, that's going to come to fruition. Mm, that is so inspiring. It's, yeah, you're right. The subconscious mind and conscious mind have to be aligned. I think most people, they want to be successful, but deep down subconscious, they're not there. Right. They say they have a vision, but they easily forget about it. Yeah. Very good stuff. Um, what would you consider, you, you're talking about company went out of business, uh, but what are you, would you, you know, in, I'm doing the math, 14 years being the profession, Okay, starting at 12 years old and now you're 26, your worst, worst, worst moment in network marketing to the point that you maybe, hey, maybe I should just get a job and be normal like everyone else. Wow. I'd say the worst moment was choosing to not provide value and gain value because here's the thing, Simon. When you decide to continue to learn and continue to grow, a company can go out of business and it can be catastrophic and it could be at the moment the end of the world. But once you have the knowledge and the know-how and the relationships built and the respect from a lot of people, then you can continue on. Obviously, I would never wish upon anybody that they build a global business and it goes out of business. But 
when my business went out of business, I remember I, w- I was 18 years old and I ended up moving back home uh, to California and almost like a, um, what do they call it, an intervention to my family in, in our home saying, this is not going to work. It's not going to be a career. It's not going to be long term. And that was probably the worst moment I could think of off the top of my head was now everybody's against me. They don't believe that this is going to be long term. Now what? Mm. And so I took it as a challenge to say, you know what? I did do well in that company and I, I did create a movement of hope and of love and I had great relationships. But now it's probably time to, to make a better decision of of my next move. And, you know, that's what ended up happening. Mm. What drives and motivates you every day? The first thing that just came to my head is the ability to, to meet someone new and make a difference in their life, personally, financially. One thing I could say, uh, uh, five gold dots I can give them to where now their, their reason why is stronger than it ever has been. Maybe they didn't know what their reason why was, and now every time they look at that gold dot, their subconscious and conscious mind are in alignment, and they're taking steps forward to their oasis, the life that they always envisioned. So it's, it's I don't know who's out there, right? I don't know what someone else is going through. Everybody has their own story. Every, every day they go through what they go through. So it's the ability to, to meet someone new every single day and be able to touch them in, in, you know, in, in you know, their heart to where maybe I had this much of a difference in their life. Hmm. Now, you have a, a basically built a lot of young teams, correct, Gen Y? You, you're 26. Most of a lot of your teams are young. And I know a lot of our listeners and viewers, they all want to build Gen Y. But what, is, what are some tips that you can share with people on how to build a Gen Y organization? Because like in, in, maybe, maybe they can take a peek inside your mind. What motivates and drives the Gen Y generation to join network marketing? <clears throat> Our generation, uh, I actually heard Christopher Kai, who wrote a book called Big Game Hunting. We were together last night, and he said that this is a renaissance, what's happening right now. Entrepreneurship, the way it's going, the way that you can do a live stream, you can start a podcast, MLM Nation, and, and take this on a global level like you have, Simon. This is a renaissance. This hasn't happened in, in decades and it's happening right now. And millennials, more than anybody, Simon, they they want to go against the status quo. They believe that they can do something different than what their parents may have done. And believe it or not, they're actually very open-minded because they see that there's influencers on Instagram getting paid thousands of dollars to travel the world. There's people that start a blog and, and do Facebook Live. There's coaches that are able to earn a six, seven-figure income. And they see the possibilities. So if someone is a baby boomer watching this right now, trying to reach a millennial in network marketing, talk about the possibilities. Because as a Gen Y, what better of a life than to travel with other millennials, other baby boomers, and to be able to do what you want, when you want, with who you want. That's what people ask me, what does success mean to you? You know, what better of a life than to be able to have the freedom to travel the world with who you want, when you want, and make a difference at the same time. MLM Nation, do you want to grow your business faster and make 2017 your best year ever? 
Now, you must go to my training, No BS, No Hype USA in Los Angeles or No BS, No Hype in Australia on the Gold Coast. Now, you've probably already seen on Facebook what people have said about my training workshops or the videos, what I've done in Australia. And now I'm bringing my No BS, No Hype training to North America as well. This three-day event is on January 27, 28, 29 in Los Angeles and will feature not only three days of training for me, but you also learn from seven-figure and multiple six-figure earners. And right now, you can get up to $400 off. Yes, you can save up to $400 and get your early bird tickets at mlmnation.net forward slash events. And for my friends down under in Australia, I've got something super exciting for you as well. We're also doing our first major big generic training event in Australia and the Gold Coast on June 30th, July 1st, and July 2nd. This would be at least 10 times better, I promise. If you like my previous trainings, this would be at least 10 times better than my normal workshops. Go check it out at mlmnation.net forward slash events. Now, if you listen to ML Nation, you already know how the major breakthroughs for almost all the leaders came at an event. And now it's your turn to have that breakthrough. So go make the best investment you can today and attend No BS, No Hype. Go to mlnation.net forward slash events. Again, that's mlnation.net forward slash events. And I look forward to seeing you there. As we go towards the end of the show, some really quick questions to pick your brain. Okay, And the first one is, and this could be short answers, what is one of your favorite success quotes? That motivates you. It had to be, don't do what your competition is doing. Do what they're not willing to do. Because the people who get to the elite level in any industry, they they do something different to go big game. So that'd be my short answer. Mm. I love that, by the way. That's very inspiring for me. So thank you for that. I've never heard that before, but that actually really, really inspires me. What is one habit that's helped you become successful? Making it a priority to show up for people. And I'm not talking about the people that I know. That too. But Mm. I made it a priority in my life to show up for people on social media, to create content. Because you don't know the effect you're going to have. Like Simon, your podcast, MLM Nation, has inspired people around the world. On a daily basis, you know, thousands of thousands of people across the world. So, it's it's uh, you have to be consistent. But consistency comes the moment you decide that you're going to make it a priority to show up for people. What's the best? Actually, maybe we talked about this, right? The best piece of advice you ever received was probably from Garrett that we just talked about. Um, I'd say so. You know. Uh, also, an author uh, named Anders Ericsson, uh, and the piece of advice was the people that get to the elite level in life, Simon, they do it by deliberate practice. And the way he explains deliberate practice is that practice doesn't make perfect. Perfect practice makes perfect. And he says the people that get to the elite level, they, they don't focus on just one technique. Like I'll use an ice skater for an example. The ice skater who goes to the rink and she, she spends 10 hours, but she socializes with her friends, is an amateur. The ice skater that goes and skates, you know, seven days a week, 15-hour days, but she works on one routine. She just missed the elite level. It's the skater 
that goes to the ice skating rink seven days a week, 15-hour days, that works on different techniques deliberately, which is, again, talking about being well-rounded and having value coming from different areas, makes it to the elite level. Hmm. What's your favorite prospecting tool you use? So say um, you have a qualified prospect. Do you send them a link to a video? Do you sit down with them and use a flip chart? Do you use an iPad presentation? Do you use Zoom, a webinar? What do you like to use? I I love videos, uh, and the way I do it is to make sure they're watching the video. I always make sure that I'm on the phone, and I say, I'm going to mute my phone while you press play so I know they're watching it. Because if I'm not on the phone with them, I don't know if they're talking with someone while, while it's playing, if they even watch the full video. So I always make sure that I'm on the phone so I know they're watching. Plus, when you share videos, it makes your life easier because you don't have to explain it. And I learned uh, a hard seven-year assignment of trying to explain what I was sharing, and uh, it never really worked out too well. Yeah. Um, do you have a favorite online resource like a Dropbox or Evernote or favorite app on your phone that you could recommend? A favorite app, Simon, for – give me give me an example. Um. I mean, obvious, Facebook would be an app, right? Or some people would recommend sure. Word Swag, right? Or a legend, like I, I like. A favorite app on your phone? Or maybe you use, I mean, I recommend Evernote. I love Evernote. I live, I'm taking notes right now on Evernote. Any, any stuff online or something on your phone that you like? Absolutely. Well, I, I appreciate that. Uh, I'm going to be downloading Evernote, and uh, I hope they sponsor you for the plug. I've been uh, promoting it since the show one, and we're up to almost 300 episodes. It's, and, I, and I also like... You know, it's like everyone does network marketing, but we just don't get paid for it, right? I've been promoting Apple Pencil with Evernote. It's incredible. Anyway, they should pay, Apple, please pay me some commissions here. Right? Hey, absolutely. You deserve it. Uh, I would say, too, I would definitely say Facebook has been a big resource. Uh, but for my organization in my business, especially when April comes along, I would have to say TaxBot has saved me so much time. Uh, and there's a lot of value when you're able to save time. Uh, for your taxes because it, it stores everything. So at the end of the year, you just press one button and it goes out, you know, to your accountant. And so it just it saved me a lot of time. Mm, very good. And ML Nation TaxBot is awesome, really good tool. You can learn more at mlnation.net forward slash tax. Okay, mlnation.net forward slash tax. Now, going back in time, what would you tell your 16-year-old self? My 16-year-old self, I would say, start now. And start now meant there's a difference between doers and people that end up becoming doormats in life. And my fear was greater that I was going to be a doormat than meeting new people and talking to people I didn't know and getting outside my comfort zone. So my 16-year-old self... I'm looking at Armand, who's 16, who's you know just as skinny and, and just as tall. I would say start now. Mm, really good. What about your 21-year-old self five years ago? What would you say to that, Armand? Uh, to my 21-year-old self, I would say dive in deeper to reading. I, I'm a little dyslexic. Uh, I'm a little ADD. Um, you know, social media doesn't help because your phone pops one app here and there, Instagram, Facebook. Uh, So just dive in to books. And it's no accident, Simon, you asked me this question. My 20-year-old self, I'd say read more or listen to more podcasts, more audios. And what do you have behind you? 
a lot of value in, I don't know, a thousand books behind you. What's one book you could recommend to MLM Nation? Um, I would say this book that's sitting right in front of me that is called The Influencer. Mm. I gotta and get that. It's, it's the power to change anything. And it talks about the, the big game, the elite people in different industries in life, how they've made a decision to influence thousands of millions of people in, in different ways and in industries. It's very powerful. And who's it by? It's uh, five authors. It's uh, Kerry Patterson. Uh, if you just look up Kerry Patterson and Joseph Grenny, G-R-E-N-N-Y, you'll be able to pull it up. Got it. I'm going to get it right, right after we get off this. Um, and Emma Nation, for those who are listening and watching, if you haven't gotten your free audio, you can get an amazing free audio book at MLMNationBook.com. That is MLMNationBook.com. Now, Armin, here's the last question, the million-dollar question. Are you ready? I'm ready for that. You know it's coming. Imagine you had to start all over again, and you knew no one. So you didn't even know your mom. You're like an alien that went to another planet, total nobody. But you had all your skills, knowledge, and wisdom. What's the first thing or the first place you'll go to find prospects and build an MLM business from scratch? It'd be the first place that I can go to where there's a lot of people. Living in Los Angeles, it'd be Santa Monica. Uh, if I lived in New York, I'd probably go to Times Square. Because there's so many people and there's... Maybe what I have is not for everybody. But if I'm around a lot of people on a consistent basis, then there's a great chance there's going to be a lot of yeses, a lot of noes. But it would just be going out to where there's as many people as possible coffee shops, promenades, and, and position myself where, you know, there's there's an endless amount of people to meet. Fantastic. Hey, Armin, you've been awesome. As we wrap up, any last words or advice? And then what's the best way our listeners can connect with you? Uh, my whole social media, uh, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Snapchat, is uh, at Armon Anderson, A-R-M-O-N Anderson. So you can find me there. And uh, on Everybody's behalf watching this, including myself, that I followed you for you know since the, the inception of MLM Nation. Uh, I want to thank you for doing what you have done and you continue to do and the value you provide because there's so many people that have been able to grow and believe and, and keep going in their in their profession in their business from from your decision. So I want to thank you and thank you for having me on today. It's been an absolute pleasure. Hey, MLM Nation, you know, you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. And today, you may hang out with Armin Anderson. So keep up the momentum and go to MLNation.net and type in Armin, A-R-M-O-N, at the search bar. And the show notes and the nuggets of wisdom will be all right there. Definitely reach out to Armin. For those who are watching the Facebook live feed, Armin's tagged on this post. Definitely click and check him out and connect with him. In order to be successful in network marketing, you must help others. So, Armin, thanks again for sharing your valuable time with MLM Nation. We're grateful to you. And we appreciate you for having a positive impact on millions of distributors worldwide. Thank you so much again, Armin, and God bless you. Thank you, Simon. MLM Nation, don't forget, if you want a major breakthrough in your business, then you must go to my training, No BS, No Hype USA in Los Angeles, or No BS, No Hype in Australia on the Gold Coast. And right now, you can save up to $400 with an early bird ticket. Just go to MLNation.net forward slash events. Again, MLNation.net forward slash events, and I look forward to seeing you there. 
MLM Nation, the Simon Chan, and I really enjoy talking to Armin Anderson. Please go out and thank him. Go to MLMNation.net and just search for Armin, A-R-M-O-N. A-R-M-O-N. And it's really cool. I mean, it was an amazing story. Someone that actually got started in network marketing when he was 12 years old. Okay, 12 years old, he Google founded. And that's just interesting how he stayed in the profession. He's been in the profession for 14 years now. He's 26. And the reason he was so open is actually, here's the aha moment. Why he was open? Because he was never exposed to a job before, right? It's all about reprogramming ourselves. And sometimes it's hard to convince people because they've been so conditioned to school, 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 job. But for him, he was fresh and uh, he, he didn't know anything. He said, this is awesome. It's way better than what he's seeing other people do. And he got started. And so he, let's jump to the, uh, towards the end of the show. We talk about Gen Y. Some tips. If you want to track Gen Y, number one, you have to. Uh, I think Gen Y, they're awesome, right? They're open-minded. They're very open-minded because they see what's happened. They see you know, the last recession, the 07, 08. They see what's happened to the parents. So number one is you, you have to let them see the possibilities of what this business can do. Right? Talk about the possibilities more than the products and the business or the service you're doing. Show them that the possibilities, show them that this business is a way for them to achieve different things. Because I think Gen Y, they, you know, they've seen like uh, the companies, they've seen the Facebooks, they've seen um, like the Dropbox, the Instagrams, people making tons, millions of dollars, not going the traditional route, right? They see that. So, and you see all these instant new million, new millions, new celebrities on YouTube and stuff. So they're looking for possibilities, right? So if this is helpful, please give me some thumbs up hearts and share this, okay? Now, number two is, um, is let me go back to uh, when he started the show. You gotta, his turning point was, he talked to Garrett McGrath, who's an amazing leader. He's the president of ANMP. And when he met him at 18, was learning to be an influencer, right? Don't most people, they go out there and they think about, oh, if I meet this person, what can I get out of them? Instead, focus on what you can do for other people. Focus on what, and most people are not willing to do that. One of the things that helped me grow my business, and also especially ML Nation the last six, 12 months is, to focus on networking. And networking is not about what I can get from people. It's about give, 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 give. Find ways to provide value. Find ways to make people feel better. People remember what you, how you make them feel. Okay. And, and that's what Armin did. He invested time and in, in one year just investing and helping people providing value. And I talked about providing value. Like you can, you can provide value just by top earning your company. Help them do work that they don't, they don't want to do. Right? Like every top leader needs help in trainings. Every top leader needs help with technical stuff. Set, go to the event, set up chairs, clean the room, sw- you know, sweep floors, do whatever it takes. Clean. And pro- be a, if you provide a person value, a successful person will notice you. All right? And then that's, a, that's one of the reasons how, how I got my, one of my early mentors was helping them out with small little things. So once you become an influencer, people will come to you. Okay, he recommended a great, great book, um, Influencer. Go check that out. It'll be on the show notes page as well. Another good advice is, you know, don't do what the competition is doing. Okay, don't do what the competition Hey, good morning, Babette. How's it going? You know, here's a great tip. Don't do what the, most people think. Oh, the competition is doing that. I'm going to do that. Don't, and this is great advice. Don't do what the competition is doing. Do what they're not willing to do. Do what they're not willing to do. Look at other people around you. What are they not willing to do? That, that gets me fired up every day. You know, that got me fired up to prospect every single day. That got me fired up to do 
Facebook lives once a day, sometimes five a day, to do 16 interviews a week. I'm willing to do what the competition is not willing to do to grow the brand, to grow the online marketing, right? So don't do what a common Most people just try to copy what other people are doing. <clears throat> and the, the truth is, with you, by the time you're copying other people, it's already too late. Do what people are not willing to do. That will immediately let you stand out. And going back to networking, most people are not willing to spend the time. You want to build a value, provide value, help out. Help a leader out. You know, Babette's on the, on the Facebook Live here. If you're in her team, go help her out. You know, do meetings. That takes time. That takes energy. Go find You want her to mentor you? Right? Don't ask for a mentor. Provide value. Go there. Sweep the floors. Clean the room. You know, one of the most motivating things I've heard is, one of my friends, she worked with Tony Robbins back in the 80s, Leslie Hawker, who's been on the show on MLM Nation, on one of the early episodes. And she talked about Tony Robbins when he first started out. At the end of the session, he would go out there and sweep the floors at 3.30 a.m. to prepare for 8 a.m., right? Do what the competition is not willing to do. Work hard work. And you want to get a, va- a you know, leader's attention to value? Go provide value. Go, you want, and why? Be successful people, the more you spend time with them, that's how you grow yourself, okay? That is how you grow yourself. You want to position yourself as someone that helps someone that provides value. Now, in terms of prospecting, you have to understand, most people don't like to be sold, but they don't like to be left behind, right? Most people don't like to be sold, that's true, but they don't want to be left behind. So be that influencer. Show that you are growing. When you're growing, people don't want to be left behind. They will want to join you. Another one is things will get be- better, right? Down, when things are bad, know that things will get better, not bitter. Things will get better, not bitter. And you always choose the high road. Play nice. Be nice. That's one of the things that helped me out. No matter how bad a prospect is or people treat, treat you, sometimes it can be bad down. Be nice and play nice, all right? Because people will remember. Provide value to successful people, you know, um, then we talked about that already. So yeah, small things make a difference. You know, Armin talked about his mom. He had a calendar, flowers. He always sent flowers, and that's how she became an influencer. Another good thing that uh, is a really good takeaway, very inspiring, is go dots, right? When he meets, met someone, Armin gave little go dots. And what does go dots do? Those go dots will remind people of their dreams. Remind people of their dreams and the possibilities. So every time you look at a go dot, you remember where you're going to be. Right, and that's actually how you connect your prospects. Asking about the gold dots. Um, last couple things is don't explain. Right, you talked about the mistake. If you're explaining your business, you are doing the business the wrong way. So you're doing the business the wrong way. Definitely go check out my webinar, sponsoringworkshop.com. You're doing the business the wrong way. You should be using a tool. You should be inviting. You want to create curiosity and invite people to look. At a tool, um, not a great show for Armin Anderson. Definitely go out and thank him. Okay, he shared a lot of tips with Gen Y. This is a good episode. Um, and also remember, when things are tough, say to yourself, "Things will get better," but don't get bitter. Awesome stuff. Make sure you connect with Armin Anderson. And uh, if you like this, please subscribe, rate, and review in the iTunes. Not just to motivate my team and myself, but also show the world how, you know, show iTunes, show Apple how many people are part of MLM Nation, what an awesome profession we, we are in. And so please do that. Please like our page as well. And my, my name is Simon Chan. I'm loud and proud to be in network marketing. And remember, we're in the profession to help others. So go out there and have a positive impact on someone's life today. God bless you all. Thank you so much for joining us today on MLM Nation. 
Head over to MLMNation.net for full recaps of every show, our training articles, and helpful resources. Your MLM success is waiting for you. So prepare to take off.